You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast drop-down from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. All right, welcome back to Strong Women Radio, everyone. Yay! <laughs> the enthusiasm that you just had is like I think it's underwhelming. A slow, it's a slow night for us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it is a very rare Friday night that I'm not going to be lifting, and um, and I'm, I'm not going to be yelling at people. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, we are here just for you, everybody, and for Amanda, who um, has joined us for the show, Amanda runs ladies lift here which um when i started in the sport was like this little tiny thing that you're just getting off the ground and i have banners like your original banners that are associated with a group you're no longer associated with and um (laughs) it has it has grown tremendously in the short amount of time that i've been doing strongman and i think really amazing things for women in the sport of strength in general um, so we're super thrilled to have you on the, have, have you on the podcast. We know you in real life and, um, frankly, it should have happened sooner. So welcome to Strong Women Radio. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really excited to do this. And yeah, I'm surprised we haven't done this sooner considering our proximity, but that's how it goes. So. Yeah. Busy lives. It happens. Absolutely. We got to get you down here when you're not running a show so you can like, you know, hang out at House of Games and... Sit in the hot tub and relax. Yeah. I'm very jealous of everything that happens down there. (laughs) It's like the best home gym I've ever seen. Literally. There's so many tires. I don't, I generally (laughs) speak, I'm like, that doesn't all fit in there, but it does. It's magical. Awesome. So maybe you could just um, offer our listeners a little bit of information about you and, and how ladies lift here got started how you got inspired sure um i've been involved with strongman for probably about uh four years my uh ex-partner lou he uh is a strong man he's been competing probably for 10 years he was on hiatus when we met and um i was really interested in the whole thing because i've been watching strongman since i was a little kid me and my dad used to sit around on saturdays and watch when espn they used to roll all of them they do like you know a whole day of it and so i've always kind of been a fan of it and um when he told me that's what he used to do i I thought well geez you should start doing that again we moved to lancaster and there happened to be a show and it was the first show i got to go to actually um kim zimmerman's husband jerry ran it with kyle bixler it was a really great show. It was the first one I was introduced to, and um, Willie Wessels was there because they had um, it was some uh, sort of record breaker. So I got to meet Willie at my first show, 
And I just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and then I started training almost immediately. I've competed a few times. Um, I've been pregnant for about the last three years. So com competition's been on the back burner. We had um, Iron Mill Gym together. And through that, I started a women's lifting contingency. There were a lot of guys in this dirty warehouse. And I was making funny signs because I'm a graphic designer by trade. And they were not being very respectful of the bathrooms. So I made a funny sign that said gentlemen beware ladies lift here and it actually kind of spawned from that um we did a few seminars that's such a funny story i had no idea that that's where like the original graphic and saying came from yeah, yeah it came from a that's... line and i was watching a lot of uh ink master at the time so that's why <laughs> rosie looks like a tattoo um we did some seminars and that sort of thing and then um I really got into promotion. I believe May Queen was my 10th. The last promotion I just did was my 10th promotion in three years. And so by the end of this year, I'll have 13 under my belt. And it's just something that I really enjoy doing. I think it was definitely something that was needed in the women's strongman community. Um, and it brings together a lot of things that I love. It brings together all of the girls, that community feeling. I get to do a lot of de fun design work. Um, and I, you know, I get to lift heavy and take pictures. So it, there's nothing better for me. That's awesome. That I mean, cool. like, I like that it just came out of like, hey, dudes, can you stop? <laughs> can you just put the seat down? I'm not asking a ton. Maybe not also piss on the seat. That would be great. Oh, yeah. there. You know, when you're in a dirty warehouse like that, there was one bathroom. Everybody had to share it. They were oh just very disrespectful. Which... I, I feel like I always get really excited when somebody warns me that they blew it up before I walk in. I'm like, <laughs> thank you. That was the nicest thing you could have done for me today. <laughs> um. So what if you said you've this year um so for those people that don't know because not everybody who listens does strongman right we've got a lot of crossfitters and olympic lifters um for people who don't know the queen series is four shows that you're doing one per quarter um and you're partnering with different people to promote those events um how how do those differ from the you know other nine events that you had done prior to this series and and kind of what you 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 talked earlier about meeting some of the original founders of Strongman and um you know the the I don't are they corporations the groups so the, the federations, federations I guess I is that what they called um, I don't know maybe you can explain that to us too yeah but like <laughs> you know kind of how you've seen all of that grow and change and it would be cool to kind of pick your brain on that stuff knowing kind of your background and, and where you've come from um all of the shows that i've the last three shows that i've run have been all women shows prior to that i was doing shows through iron mill um the promotions would be men and women so they were co-ed events i really liked doing those too um but what i find with a lot of other people's promotions what i was seeing especially in our area in the pennsylvania area it's just that um, there wasn't as much care put into the women. And um, I take it, I actually take promotion very seriously with sponsors and everything because the first thing I noticed at the show I was at was that, um, I don't know, like everybody's an athlete, you know what I mean? You 
put a ton of time into it, a ton of money into equipment, and it just didn't seem like it was getting the respect that it needed to be. Um, so the, that's why I started doing the all-women show. At the time, it was just NAS. There were some other federations, like... Um, there's some natural federations. I believe they're still around. Uh, what is it? WNSF is what it is. World Natural Strongman Federation. There used to be a while ago. One that started out in the Midwest. I think it's still around. I believe they do mostly powerlifting. And the name escapes me right now what it is. Um, but so NAS was always the big one. And then last year, Lou and I tried to start something called USSC, which was the United States Strength Coalition, because he's always been a natural athlete. It's something I believe very strongly in. Um, and it kind of fell apart, unfortunately. And then USS at the same time came up, which is uh, Willie Wessels. Dion is, Wessels is still running NAS. And I, I haven't been to a USS show yet. I think... Viv, you went down to one, didn't you? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> and it I've was an all-woman show, too, thing. so it was pretty cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard really good things, though, about everything that's coming out of USS. They have their nationals coming up fairly soon, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> Excellent, it's because June I want to know how it is. Yeah. It, I mean, it's super cool, and it's like a different perspective, because I did go to the um, yeah. May Queen show and see your show, and... You you and Barry always run like fantastic and Barry runs like amazing shows all the time. He's just super enthused. But like it was cool <laughs> to just see uh Willie like get down and be like, Okay and like start coaching us in the middle of something to like just really egg us on with the competition and everyone was really excited to be like all girls. It was pretty cool. I think that's awesome and I'm I'm definitely liking the spread that I'm seeing of this women's movement and there was a, you know, I hear some backlash. Sometimes people say, well, I do strongman because I'm not separated from the guys. And it's not really about that. Um, there's something special about being at an all women show. The energy's just a little bit different. I don't know. I, I've, I've really been enjoying them. Um, I've had some people approach me about maybe doing co-ed shows again. I don't know that I will. I really like focusing on the women. So. I think it's nice to have, like, have the women's show versus, like, because I've competed in both kinds, and it's kind of, like, after the women's show, it's very, like, yaya, like, we're together, <laughs> we all suffered all day, it's cool, like, we can do this, and then we come out with a lot more friends. Like, guys' shows, it's like, okay, extra testosterone it smells like ass in here all day long. <laughs> like, like, it's just a different perspective, and, like, competing with the guys is cool and fun, and, like... Getting to watch them is cool and fun, but it's not as cool and fun as watching somebody that you've either seen, like, compete before and not do as well and then do super awesome or, like, cheer somebody on that you know you've been training with or training towards your goals or whatever. So I think that's, like, the difference because, like, a guy-girl show, like, there's not as many women, but when it's an all-girl show, like, you, you gain a lot of friends and then you continue to follow them and then continue to, like, push yourself to either get to their level or, like be excited to compete with them another time. I think that's a really good point. And the other thing is, it's really nice doing all the women because the men that have been involved in Strongman, like a lot of my friends and and people that I meet, I mean, they're all helping out. So it's awesome to see the guys supported as well because I feel like for, you know, the the years that I've been involved, the girls really support Strongman. You know, you always see girls running 
the timers or doing the scores and that sort of thing. So it's kind of nice to have the guys help out and really, really support it and say, you know, we were behind this. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I've done, I haven't done that many shows, you know, relatively new to the sport. My very first show was an all woman show. And I don't know that I would have done a show if it hadn't been a woman. Like there was a comfort level for me that made it much more appealing to me to do an all-women show. Now that I've gone to a place where I train with men very frequently and I'm more comfortable with myself, my sport, and my strength, I prefer co-ed just because right. I personally have a difficult time finding women to train with that challenge me the same way as a heavyweight woman, right? Because most, even even if there's very strong women that I'm training with, if they're not in the same weight class as me, I'm still hitting, you know, heavier stuff right. than them. Oh, yeah. I think that's just a challenge with us being, right. like, super heavyweights and heavyweight women. It's just... Right. Well, and thing. that's the thing is, you know, Viv is the only person that I know that, like, I locally compare myself to, and I'm like, okay, I, you know, Viv's doing X, Y, and Z. Like, I need to do X, Y, and Z to get to where I need to be. But we don't train together. So, for me, you know, I enjoy training with the guys because they're hitting heavier weights than me, usually. And, um, or oftentimes, like, the lightweight guys will be doing the same thing in training, you know? And then, then I'm like, all right, you know, like I'm a badass. I'm doing the same thing as this guy right here. Um, because the lightweight guys' weights are obviously heavier than the lightweight women weight, you know, anyway. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's, I think there's good um, opportunity. I know one of the shows that you're doing that I was actually looking at, um, you're running a portion of it as a women's event, but there's also like the men's side. Strongman Mania. So I was just going to do the Queen Series this year, which is, you know, I, I didn't even know if I could pull off four shows. It, it seemed to me like a big task. But um, Kyle Bixler approached me a few weeks ago and said, asked if I would do that. It's going to be a really cool show. He was approved by Dion to do a Platinum Plus for the lightweight men, for the 231 men. And then he has Nick Ingalls of Hudson Valley running um, – I believe it's a level two Nash show, so the top two guys will qualify, and we're going to do the women's portion, and I'm so excited because I've never gotten to do a keg toss, I've never gotten to promote a keg toss, and I get to, and I'm just pumped. I, I just... Stacey has a problem with the keg toss. <laughs> I feel like... Okay, so I am all for like doing things that you're not good at, pushing yourself in training and stuff, but it's like every contest that I've looked at this year has been like stupid stuff I don't do <laughs> or stuff that like I don't have at my home gym that's easy for me to do and I don't have a trainer so I've never done a keg toss before so it's difficult for me to be like how do I do a keg toss and Viv was here last week and I was like I want to do farmers with a turn like I want to learn how to because I'm really good at farmers risk control yeah but I'm not good at all at farmers with a turn and so you know those are the kinds of things are like if you're not training with someone who has been doing that stuff and around that's um, difficult to kind of learn the timing and the momentum and the movements and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, kegs also just rip me apart. Like, they're they're the hardest on my body. That and whose fall stones are like... We're just going to be again. using the quarter kegs, like the real small one. They'll all be empty. We got to get you a keg. You're going to love it. We have to get you a keg. It is the most fun event to do once you learn. 
You say that, but I just look oh, at it, it and I'm like, meh. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so sick of training keg after last year's NAS. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was so mad at last year's like keg. I got a keg last year and like I could bitch and moan about it forever. Literally forever. But I'm going to not do that because it's not a thing. <laughs> but it was a thing at the time and I was like, oh, I had it in the gym. I had it heavier in the gym. So yeah. Kegs, like, they're great if they're in good shape. Also, if you've been training them for a while, so your bruises stop bruising. <laughs> no, I, I, I've been training log regularly and my bruises still bruise. I am, I am a bruiser. Um, well, yeah, so why don't, so what are some of the, some of the events and um, contests that you have coming up for people? Maybe just kind of like run them down. Sure. We've got three more left for the year. So we've already done Ice Queen. We did in January with Barry uh, Perkins down at the edge in Vienna, Virginia. It went really well. I think we had 58 girls at that one, which at the time was a record. We that's, did, and that's where I train everybody. Barry's been on the show before. Some earlier podcast you can find him if you want to hear. He was yeah, a really good podcast. He was a really good podcast. Barry has emceed all of the shows for me. I believe he's going to emcee for me for the rest of the year. Um, he does a really great job, and he is just you want to know about strongman i mean he's been through it in it he knows them he can find the equipment you know he's a he's a great resource and he really is um you know one of the guardians of the sport as i like to call them one of the old heads in it and he's just wonderful so i was really happy to start the series off with him and we'll actually be ending up this year with him also but um we have queen of the solstice is the next one it's june 20th in Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, I was a little bit nervous about going up that far. I've never actually been to New Hampshire, but the Girls of News, which is New England Women of Strength, um, they've actually been around, I'd say, I want to say News has been around for three or four years. Um, Gina Melnick and Gina Crivetti started it. They now have Kelly Alice that helps them and Brittany Diamond. And I'm really excited for this show to be partnering with them because uh, they're another women's strongman group and it's just it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm really happy that we were able to partner up on something because we had talked about it for a long time uh i believe the events let's see we have axle clean and press the open class is doing the car deadlift the novice class is doing the trap bar we have an awesome medley which i love yoke and then an odd object load which i don't even know what the objects are yet so i'm dying to see what they come up with i don't think i'll know until i get there the night before so that's very interesting to me <laughs> Logistical Advan- advantage to people who train there <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even sure what the objects are and i know that they said they might be able to tell me beforehand so i think that's interesting i i am a fan of some surprises in strongman that's an okay surprise not all surprises that's an okay one. Um, the next show I'm doing then is July 18th. I have Strongman Mania, which is the one we talked about earlier. There's going to be three different competitions running at one time. It's 15 different events. Me, Nick, and Kyle all picked different events so that it was kind of something unique. That's in Plains, Pennsylvania. It's at this giant CrossFit box. It's called uh, Nepa CrossFit. And so we're actually doing the keg toss inside um, oh. because it's such a big space. It kind of reminds me of the edge. I actually think it's a little bit bigger than where uh, Barry's at. It's a giant space. It's pretty cool. And then the last one for the year is going to be our fall show, The Harvest Queen, on September 5th, back down with Barry at the edge in Vienna. Um, 
it's going to be a log axle medley, axle deadlift, farmers, sled drag, and then a stone series because he's got those great platforms down there. Shocking, Barry, doing stones? No way. <laughs> I can't convince him to do anything else, so that's all right. <laughs> There's, like, no contest with yoke right now either, by the way. I don't know what the deal is. Oh, is it not? Yeah. Well, that's weird. Right? That is kind of weird. I know. Now I'm like, I would like... I like seeing all the car deadlifts, though. Yeah. <laughs> that women get to actually do. Because I feel like yeah. a lot of the times car deadlift happens and women don't actually get to deadlift a car. And I'm just like, what the travel. fuck is that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Well, that's cool. So, um, I don't, I'm kind of interested to hear your perspective on the feedback that you get from women about, you know, participation in the sport and... You know, some of the stuff that we talked about early on in the podcast that we haven't talked about lately is like, you know, when I'm at the edge on Sundays and there are women who come in to train that like train at their boxes regularly and then they come to the edge to prep for contests. And especially right now, because Barry has kept classic coming up in a week. Um, there's been a lot of like people who are going to compete at Cap classic who are coming to touch the equipment and see the space and whatever. And they're having a hard time with certain movements and it's like because we're women Barry has this like big log that's bigger than they're used to and so I'm I'm literally sitting there being like you need to get your nipple lined up to this place on the log (laughs) in order to be able to like get it over without that full speed bump you know and it like blows their mind to have a woman tell them like, you can get your boob out of the way. It's okay. Right, right. Like, the benefit and the experience, because usually, you know, there's, like, one woman for every ten men in a gym, if that, right? In a strong man or even a barbell club kind of environment. And so, to have another woman be like, oh, I've used this equipment. Let me show you. Like, this is what you're supposed to do in order to deal with, like, your womanliness of it. But I've been really lucky to work with a lot of men who are really genuinely interested in seeing women in the sport grow and women be stronger. And I don't know that my bubble, Viv's bubble of us having that awesome supportive environment is what's actually happening in the real world. I think we live in like a different weird space anyway, just because of where we are at Nova. Like it's just, we're just like in a really weird power place where like we have power business people Yeah, and it's not odd for women to just be like, no bitch, you're going to do this because I said so. So I think, you know, it's kind of interesting for me to have that perspective and to see even how that, how that acceptance has come about over the last you know, two years. Um, what what are you seeing as you travel to different parts of the area and the feedback that you're getting from women who train for contests? Like, you know, do people come to you and ask you questions like, "How do I deal with speed bumps?" Um, you know, like what what like are, how do I feel not like an Akataka when I walk into a dude's gym? Right. <laughs> how do I deal with the fact that they keep peeing on the seat? <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, what what is what are the, some of the feedback that you're getting and you're seeing? Um, we've, I think we've had a lot of novice girls approach our contests and maybe it's what you felt, Stacey, like I, most of the contests so far, the entries have been split 50, 50, you know, if there's 60 girls, 30 of them are novice just about, and 30 of them are open. And I think maybe they're more comfortable competing because they're not competing with the men and the women are super supportive. I've never been in a more, 
uh, supportive female environment ever in my entire life. See, that's why, because I've never been to one of those shows. <laughs> Where yeah. you usually... I'm not very supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey literally gave me the stink eye, like, after my first event, because I... At least I'm honest about it. Yeah. Well, I did the... My first event was the Nova Strongest Woman. Mine too. And yeah. it was the same one as Stacey's, and I never did Strongman before, so... That only pissed her off even more after the fact. <laughs> but um, but you had been training heavy for several years. Right, which right. For I, I do. I did train heavy for several years beforehand, and and um, I think the only reason I went to that show is because promoting to women is just like so different. And mm-hmm. like, if it's posted in a CrossFit gym, a woman's just gonna be like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." Mm-hmm. Like, I could. I stuck my neck out to do this. Um, yeah. Let me try and stick my neck out to do another thing. Yeah. So. see a lot of women coming from CrossFit and, um, we're all, we're seeing a lot of CrossFit gyms kind of how Nova was. I mean, Nova was a little bit backwards. They had Barry there and then they have, uh, Mike Lesby. He's still there. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I mean, they, they already had strongman there, but what you're seeing now I think is CrossFit kind of adopting strongman and bringing a program in and also we see a lot of people that are making women-specific groups. Like CrossFit Full Circle, Jason Strunk down there, I believe he has like, I want to say eight girls that all train together. Katie Feely has a group, and she's in like Philadelphia, the uh, in Delaware area. I want to say she has eight girls. So we're seeing these training groups pop up. And I think maybe it's it was to your point, Stacey, like they need someone to train with because when you are a lightweight woman, there isn't anyone else training with you because it goes both ways. When I first started, the only person I had to train with was Kim Berg at the time, Zimmerman now. Um, you know, she was the second strongest woman in America for a lot of years. <laughs> we were nowhere close to each, you know, it was ridiculous, the weights that we had going on next to each other. And like, she didn't benefit as much from it and neither did I because it wasn't, it wasn't competitive for me either to just sit there and be like, well, geez, she's doing triple what I'm doing. Like yeah. it's, it's not motivating. So I think you're seeing these groups pop up because, and I see it happening with a lot of, you know, you'll have one girl in a weight class and she'll find a few other girls in a weight class and they'll start a group. And like down across the full circle, I want to say they have heavyweights, middleweights and lightweights. And they all, I believe have at least one partner that's in the same weight class. So it works out really well for them to all be able to train together. And they travel together. You know, they come to the shows together. There's probably, when I, I have everyone sign the banner when they sign into the contest now. And I, I love it because they sign with their little groups. So I think there are like five or six little strong woman training groups. And I think that is the coolest thing I've seen uh, developing so far. Yeah, I mean, we've got... I could see how someone would probably describe what we have going on as that. It's not it's as... a for- house of games. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's right. not as formalized, but, like, you know... Right. It's not nearly every, as formal. Every Friday, a bunch of girls congregate over here, and then... And then yeah. you eat. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you have your group that you train with regularly during the week, and I have my group that I train with on, yeah. on Sundays, and so... Um, I would say I have, like, one training partner that I, like, try to compete with, and then I have another training partner that tries to compete with me and then it just works because then at least we always have something to chase and it's not always that way like I feel like it depends on what the movement is in which we're chasing each other which makes it more fun because then it's not like always one's ahead of the other yeah so that's 
Yeah, and I would just I would say exactly what you guys have going on is what we're seeing, and it's really nice. But there are a lot of guys that are behind it that are supportive. There's a yeah. lot of men that are coaching that, or they own the box and they let it you know come in. And we and again at the shows, there are just a lot of guys that have been very supportive um, the whole time. Like Ian McRae and his wife Larissa, they've been to every show. They're so helpful. Kim's been to every show. Uh, you know, I always pull some of the guys out like. Brian Fletcher, his girlfriend competes, so he's always there to pull. Um, Ethan is always there because his sister Sierra competes and Kira. So it's just been really nice to have all of those guys still. You know, I'll tell you where we are. There are a ton of guys who don't have girlfriends who aren't in the sport, who don't have sisters or mothers or daughters in the sport, and they show up excited to help. Like they, and credit to those guys and the. You know, we've had Dustin and Barry on the show, and they've been genuinely so positive about just women in the sport in general. And I think that they're, that's what I was saying by like, we're living in this kind of bubble because I feel like, you know, we're surrounded by men who are genuinely interested in helping, right? They, they showed up to the Ice Queen and they helped out and were excited to do it. And we're talking about it for weeks after, like, how awesome it was and um they were also kind of joking around like well i hope i get a tiara at my next contest you know <laughs> but um but in a really not like um judgmental negative way right like in a in a we see you as a peer equal sort of way which is the best that you know we could we women in the sport could ask for and i just i wonder if outside the bubble of kind of what we're experiencing because we're all on the east coast right so like especially in the middle of the united states i'm assuming that there's a void of opportunities for people to um go to shows that have numbers of women or women only shows and then also on the west coast like um what people are doing out there like i know kale's out there but he's not doing anything women specific yeah, when are you going into the West Coast, man? <laughs> Where's where to? Where does Kristen live? Um, I don't know. Um, I do know, but I can't think of it. She's like, it's not Washington. There's some people out in Washington, like uh, KV Wisman's out that way. Rachel Pyron's in like I want to say she's in Idaho. I know that's probably not right. But there are some women out there, but they are kind of pocketed. Um, I definitely, next year, my goal is to kind of get out of the East Coast. You know, I was I was nervous going into this year. I didn't know if it would take, you know, it's starting something new like yeah. that. It's kind of like you stay where your base is. So that's why we, I, you know, I thought, oh, do the New Hampshire show, uh, see how that goes, see how traveling goes, taking all of that stuff. Um, there's a group out in... Holly Joy McCabe runs a, a te- I want to say they're a Tennessee group, maybe Nashville. And then there's some people in Ohio, some girls in Ohio that kind of have some stuff going on. I want to say there's a, a women's contest. It's unsanctioned. I don't know if it happened yet. I want to say it's in June. And they have some things going on. So we're starting to see some other stuff pop up. Nothing really West Coast, though. I haven't really seen anything. There have been some pretty good co-ed shows, though, with a good women's attendance, which is just as good as an all-women show. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it'd just be cool just to have, like, just to... I think... Well, I kind of want to one day go compete in the West Coast just to see the difference. Because, like, out here, like, you know, us East Coasters all kind of are the same-ish 
where we're like we all work out the same and like when I went to Kentucky and Cynthiana with the BBR group with their ladies group and they have a huge ladies group and yeah. like like a bunch of like, Ohio too. and Tennessee and it was I mean it was called Bell of the Bar uh, no no strongest Southern Bell there you go <laughs> um, and you know it was it was marketed to the women and they were getting really excited leading up to it which was good and I think for me, like, it was it was a shock when I did a Roanoke contest, and there was me and one other woman in all of the weight classes. Yeah. It was me and one other woman. And there was a, there was a third woman that was, like, a roller derby girl that ended up just being like, sure, I'll give it a try, and, like, had never done anything before. And so, like, the three of us um, did that contest, and... I was I was genuinely surprised because there was a ton of guys, but there was like no women. Right. So I just wonder, maybe you know, like what advice could we give to those women? Because I know how much comfort I found in going to a women only show and kind of like, all right, I can do this. It's you know, women only. Blah 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 blah. But um, I'm hoping someone contacts me at some point because I don't really, you know, somebody that says, look, I have the resources. I want to do one. Um, I would really love to consult people and help them get their promotions going because I do feel it's vital. And again, the reason I started it was because a lot of our competitions we were seeing, they were male promoters and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, most promoters are male, but if it's a heavyweight guy, a lot of times they put their care into the heavyweight guys, you know, that's where they see the value or that's where they're just where they're focused. And it just ends up being like that. And the women kind of get pushed to the side. So you see, you used to see a lot of weight classes getting smushed together or not having enough spots to qualify for nationals or, you know, a super heavyweight going against like a, in a 120 pound girl. And it just ends up not being fun for anybody. Um, and so I, I felt it was really important to kind of not segregate. Cause again, we have a lot of the guys, like you said, Dustin came out and supported, I think at ice queen, we, we must've had 10 helpers. Like, uh, Mike Kirkpatrick was there I'm trying to think Matt McCara came out and helped again. The McCrays were there. We have a lot of support. Yeah, it's all, all those edge guys, man. They're like they're genuinely care team. Yeah. So if one of them helps, all of them. Help. And they're, and they're just so genuinely supportive. Like I've seen, I've witnessed people come in have be like, oh, I don't know anything about this strongman stuff. Like, can you show me? And you know, for those who don't do the sport, there is no like training or class or like whatever. Like, you just right. come it's in not really and you're foundation. <laughs> yeah, and and they will stop what they're doing and like pause their training day to help. Here, this is how you flip a tire. I'll watch you do it three times and make sure you're doing it right. You know, and I, I hope that that's what other people are experiencing. I think at least on the East coast it is. I mean, anywhere I've ever been. And even when I've gone to nationals, like I just, I really fell in love with strongman after a few competitions because of the camaraderie that you see everywhere. Everyone's always willing to let you borrow their tacky or their knee sleeve or whatever you need. And I feel like you don't borrow a knee sleeve. (laughs) I don't want to borrow a knee sleeve. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think it's the sport and I, I'm the, because like these shows, they, they don't run without the whole, you know, you need a lot of people to change weights. You need a lot of people to keep score and time and judge and do all of that. It's really a community effort. And it there are some wonderful people on the East Coast. I mean, we really are lucky because I feel like we're in a hotbed of it right now. And that may change over time. But for the time being, I think we are very fortunate where we are. I'm excited to see what New England's like 
everyone seems very excited. Everyone I've talked to on the phone is extremely nice. They're well put together. Um, but, you know, promoting up there has been a little bit different. And I think, you know, promoting like down in Kentucky would be different or out in Ohio and certainly California. But maybe next year we'll be up for it. Take the show on the road. So one of the questions that we get most frequently is how do I get started? Right. And we've answered this question before. We've had Kayla on the show to talk about starting Strongman. Um, we've given recommendations to people. But what would be your, like, number one piece of advice for, you know, the women out there that are listening who are either crossfitting or they're going to a local um, globo gym kind of situation and they they want to start strength sports, but they don't know where to start or they're intimidated. Like what would your piece of advice for them be? Number one, never be intimidated because as I said, I have never met friendlier, nicer people than people that do strongman. And I don't know if it's because of the way we've been in backyard shows and parking lots (laughs) and everybody kind of huddles together under a tent when it rains and we still lift. Like, I'm not sure what that bond is that's there, but the people in strong, I mean, it's just, it's like a different breed of people. They're always willing to help. They're always willing, like you said, they're always willing to just stop their training. When I met Kim, she, yeah, she would just stop her training and help me. I forget what I was, I think I was pressing 75 pounds over my head and she was doing, you know, she was doing like 150 to 175 and she was just always so nice to me. Um, and I think just get involved. I think don't be nervous. Join a show. Shows can be like training days. It's all in your attitude and perception. And when I first started competing, I know I was very hesitant to do shows if I knew I was going to zero an event. And yet when I would train people or help people, I'd say, oh, don't worry. Nobody cares if you zero. And really nobody does care if you zero. But I think in competitors' head, if you go into an event knowing you're not going to be able to complete one of the events of the competition, you may be less likely to want to do it. But nobody cares. Yeah, they're more worried about their own number than yours. <laughs> Absolutely. And they're going to yell. They're thrilled when you zero. <laughs> no, not actually. I'm just making a joke. And I think finding a place to train is important because Strongman has such weird stuff. Like if you can find somebody that has access to a tire or whatever, and also YouTube. A lot of people will ask me about events and stuff. And when I first got started, I didn't have a lot of people to talk to. And so I YouTube, you know, old nationals videos. There's even more resources now. I have a few of them on ladiesliftheer.com, some people's um, YouTube channels. But then, you know, you always get the recommendations down the side. And Kale has done a really good job of starting to compile videos and that sort of thing. He's a great place to start. Um, finding a gym is important, I think, and finding an atmosphere you are comfortable in. So it's getting better, though. Our resources are growing. Well, I'm excited to have, like, someone like you or even the guys being, like, super jazzed about promoting shows mm-hmm. because now the weights are actually competitive. <laughs> like, I guess for me or, like, people in the super heavyweight, I think for at least from when the first show I've ever done to, like, now, it's even, like, in this last year, year and a half maybe. Because there's more of us. So there's more of the us. Harder. They can yeah. make the weight harder. And it's, like oh, these girls can actually lift things. It's like you're waking up and it's just like, oh, let's do it. Okay. At the last show, I probably, I don't think everyone was able to compete, but I think I had eight or nine heavyweight girls and that was just in the open. And then there were um, novice girls. I was shocked at all the heavyweight girls because really with CrossFit and Strongman starting to kind of 
you know, align, we're seeing a lot of the CrossFit girls that are smaller, like lightweight to middleweight classes. I love when we get a good heavyweight class. I think it is so awesome to see. I'll tell you, I I would rather spectate a women's contest over a men's contest. Like, and it, for a lot of the reasons that we're talking about. But that's why I like watching co-ed contests. And if it's promoted right and if it's treated right and, and there isn't a 120 girl competing with a 300-pound girl um, in the same, you know, events or whatever. I mean, if it's, like, for me, the co-ed contests that I've seen have been Barry's contests. and right. Or... Um, there was a Richmond one that was done really well. Um, but those, I think, are... I, I enjoy the that variation and, and seeing um, both the excitement... Like, girls, where boys hit something and get, like, angry about it, like, <laughs> girls hit it and they squee and giggle. You know? They're like, oh, it's so exciting! <laughs> And um, we try to run. Our stomping as- is not quite as aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and we try to run everybody head to head too. That's one of the big things when I started was getting two of everything, because it's really exciting to see these people going next to each other and having everybody cheer. And the crowds have really been great. Like when we did Ice Queen down at Barry's show, I've been to a lot of strongman competitions. I've been to nationals a few times, and that was at the Arnold. I've been backstage at the Arnold. Um, but that was one of the best atmospheres. It was the spectators. It was the girls. It was everything. And I was really worried that that was just maybe a one-off thing. And then we got to May Queen, and it was the same thing. Like, everybody was – it was just such a good atmosphere. And I thought, thank God. Like, this is this is why we're doing this. This is why we're here. It's not just a fluke. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, I just want to personally thank you for doing what you're doing and, and taking the time and effort. I mean, I know that – you are um, expecting, and so it's not, you know, it's not something that is personally a priority in your life to train and, and that sort of thing, but it is, you have still made it a priority to promote and spread the word and get uh, Ladies Lift here off the ground, so I just, I think what you're doing is awesome, and I'm I'm super jazzed to share you with everybody, and I hope that it continues to grow and becomes kind of nationwide thing and we can get more women only shows um out there so that women can feel comfortable and get started in the sport and um you know i i I hope that that expands to beyond just strongman and and strength sports in general i think you know when i started crossfit i wasn't super excited about that either i was nervous to walk into a gym where i heard iron clanking you know and it was really super intimidating and to think about it now it's comical but at the time, it was really overwhelming. So um, I just want to thank you for bringing a lightness to that and to, you know, bring it down a level for people so that um, they can they can experience the awesomeness that, you know, Viv and I know that it is. So, Well, thank you so much. And, like, things like this, it's like Strong Woman Radio. Like, we need this stuff. And, I, I you know, like I said, I've, I've caught some flack women saying, well, I don't want to be separate. And I'm like... It's not about that. You have to be around it. You have to embrace it to understand that we're we're just as equal. But like you said, there are training things that are different. There, it, it's just different. It's you you know, different. girls pee when they do stones or deadlifts sometimes. Like yeah, it just happens. Like, guys don't have that. Yeah, yeah. Some of us, me, I have pads in the back of my car for right. fr- my for, for myself and friends. For when we're <laughs> doing stones, it's just like okay, I forgot my extra pair of pants. 
I never experienced it until I had my first son. And I'll tell you what, I thank God I was in my basement because I had no idea it was going to happen. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is what everybody's talking about. Oh no, like, what do I do? And I like freaked out. But thank God there are girls you can talk to about that. Because guys would have been like, I don't know, what do you mean you peed when you deadlifted? No, the guys the guys that I trained with, they were like, yeah, you know, sometimes I want to poop my pants. I'm like, right. it's not the, the same, same thing. That is exactly You want what to, said. but it doesn't happen. It happens for us. We don't want to. Yeah. Right. So I think all of this, I love all of these great uh, women's things going on. There's, you know, some other people I, um, down in Baltimore. There's an all-women show, I believe, in the fall. So I've seen some other things, and I think it's all really exciting. I'm sure Steph Tropia will be doing her Battle of the Bells again in New England. Um so it, it, it's definitely catching on. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for joining us on the show. Can you remind our listeners where they can find you? Ladiesliftheer.com. Ladiesliftheer.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Instagram and Twitter, it's at ladieslifthere. And that's our hashtag also. We love to follow people's training. I love to see girls post different things and get to repost them and share. Um, I, actually, social media has been a really driving force for me because days when I'm exhausted from it all, I love to see the girls lifting. So hashtag us. Awesome. Yay. I do. I hashtag. I know you do. I'm and terrible. I love that's how I know. <laughs> Viv is the worst at social media. I keep trying, but she's, <laughs> she's like a 80 year old woman. Like 90. Okay. Calm down. She's like, <laughs> I forgot to take a picture of my suit. I was busy actually working out. <laughs> <laughs> You need a manager, a social media. I know. Well, thank you guys so much. This was awesome. Thanks. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week. Stay strong.